1-855-450-5543-251. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, first of all, direct mail will be a, a force in the midterm cycle. Okay, and uh, Danielle Candejas of Strategy Group says that people are voting. I thought this was kind of interesting. The prevalence of vote by mail doesn't impact the creative for pieces that focus on VBM. I don't know what VBM, vote by mail, I guess. She told C&E, it means that voters are generally spending more time talking about their choices on their ballot. And that means that mail has the potential for even greater impact. Did you ever think about the social value of mail? Bet you didn't, right? They're voting at home. They're voting in their living room. They're voting at their kitchen table. They're often voting in groups with their families. That might be explosive. Uh, so they have longer time to really evaluate candidates and go through that stack of mail for their for, that's there along with their ballot. The thing that always bothered me about political mail is nobody wants to say what they're really for, right? They'll say uh, fiscal responsibility or, you know, mi middle class or something, some some vacuous nothing, and they won't tell you what party they are in, and it's just about name recognition. And I really think, uh, given the power of mail, well, it probably doesn't work. It's probably been tested, and they found out that it's better to just say something, to say nothing, and, and hope people remember your name uh, when it comes by. But, you know, that would be a great a great thing if, if, it, if it helps. Don't know, to be honest. Okay, now today is the, is the Orthodox feast for the elevation of the cross. And I ran across this article in the drum. I've never seen anything quite like it. It's very thought-provoking. It's probably not the kind of thing that you've thought about before, and it's probably also not something you'll run across in your daily news, <laughs> whatever you do, your habits. Okay, so this is from Sly Peoples, and... Um, and it says, to understand the power of visual identity, look no further than the ancient religions. Uh, Ibis Ideas' Nick Jefferson explains, the cross and other symbols have endured, and what can brands learn from them? And that's a really interesting idea. Today is Holy Cross Day. It is Holy Cross Day. I don't know if the Catholics celebrate it. I'm pretty sure the Protestants don't celebrate it. But I know that the Orthodox do, and this is the first time I encountered it is when I started going to the Orthodox Church. But it says millions of Christians all over the world take a moment or two, it's actually more like two hours, to reflect on what they consider to be the to be Jesus' sacrifice, the triumph of the cross. Uh and this guy, this is really interesting. The, the author says, I'm not a Christian. Hell, I don't even believe in God. So this is a really interesting perspective, uh, I think. I always, want, I, always, I always am interested in what people outside of a system think of the system, right? Uh, or Because I grew up Roman Catholic uh, and for almost 40 years uh, evangelical, and it, it always stunned me that the even how what the evangelicals thought about the Catholics, and what the Catholics thought about the evangelicals, having been in both, um, because 
you know, they're both very, very, very complex. You know, what, what, the, what the Missalette says in the Catholic, to the Catholics and what the Catholics say to each other uh, can be worlds apart. And, you know, what one denomination believes or what one church believes on one Sunday and then the next Sunday it, could be, it can sound completely different. <clears throat> so it's very, very difficult to get a sampling of religious, of, of core religious meaning. What does it really mean? Um, but uh, as a marketer, Sly says, I can't help but admire the religions because I believe in the power of visual identity. Really, really interesting, again, to me. Um, the limbic brain, which I think is also another word for it, is the amygdala. Uh, I asked my wife who writes a health column, and she said it was. I'm not sure I spelled amygdala right. But um, I heard Amy Africa talk about the lizard brain and how marketers need to appeal to the lizard brain. Um, now, I happen, you know, I happen to be more of an ancient classic philosopher, so I believe it's, it's not, you know, this evolutionary thing, but it's just like the pieces of your, of your head and your soul and your ethics and all that that go into you, what makes you you, that uh, are all ne needed and important. Um, but you can think of it as the paleomammalian cortex if you want to. Um, anyway, it has zero capacity. It, it has more decision making than we care to think. And um, one of the first principles I learned in marketing was when head wars with heart, heart always wins. And the interesting thing now is that, um, you know, in the, in the Greek New Testament, it says his bowels were moved with compassion when he looked out on the people like a sheep without, like sheep without a shepherd. And it turns out that your bowels have more neural capacity than a cat brain. So you have, and your heart affects your body electromagnetically in ways that you probably don't understand either. So there's a lot going on inside you. It's not just your amygdala. And, but all of these things are pretty much nonverbal. And if you can get the heart and the emotions involved, that is the more powerful than the intellectual rational, which most of us don't even use much if you've read thinking fast and slow <laughs> the author argues that we'll do anything to keep from doing math in our heads <laughs> okay and think about Taoism yin yang think about Shiva the lord of the dance every mosque has a niche I didn't know that there was a connection between that word and Islam uh, the style consultant looked it up but we couldn't find one but perhaps it exists um set up a new alarm and it was playing this music and I'm trying to think where it came from. Uh, that means it's time to quit. The, so uh, the author thinks that the cross was originally inspired by the ancient Egyptian Akka, but I believe it was inspired by the method of Roman execution, uh, that it actually is a historical fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross. But um, but the but the it is rather amazing, uh, and our and our priest talked about this on Sunday, uh, because we Orthodox we don't just celebrate on the day, but we celebrate before and after and during and while uh, for for a couple of days after. Um, but he said how shocking it must have been for the Romans that 
a religion would embrace this symbol of humiliation. It's not just death. It wasn't just execution. For example, he pointed out the Apostle Paul was beheaded, uh, whereas Peter, for basically the same crime, was crucified. And St. Peter. And that's because St. Paul was a Roman citizen. So they wouldn't subject Roman citizens to the humiliation of the cross. So it was really, really, really not a symbol of any positive uh, aspect at all. And the Romans must have been just ama amazed. So you have to admire the redacted, nuanced brilliance of the Christian cross, an infinitely reproducible shape. No wonder that this particular religion went viral. The greatest story ever told sure, surely owes at least as much to its countless strategists and art directors over the years as it does to the original copywriters. And of course, you know, I take that. <laughs> I take that sort of tongue-in-cheek comment uh, with a grain of salt. But here's the conclusion. Any human entity that is designed to exist and to last, and to last beyond the self requires something that people can see and meaning identify with as well. And that is really a triumph. And what the Orthodox celebrate is not so much the sacrifice, but that by death, Christ defeated death. And as the author says, the it was the world's best ever comeback. And never forget the offer of everlasting life for the believers. Something to think about. Does your brand have the staying power of the world's religious symbols? I'm John Miglosh. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Have a great day. Bye-bye.